Hey, what's going on? This is Troy, and this is the Planet 76 Podcast, your source for Sixers news, highlights, hot takes, and more. Welcome to the show. Welcome, everyone, to Planet 76 Podcast. My name is Michael, coming back at you with another solo episode. Tonight, we got Celtics recap, we got Pacers recap, game two of the Sixers, in-season tournament path to the trophy the cup i believe is what it's called sixers dropped two in a row they dropped their winning streak um were first in the east we'll get to that a little bit in this episode they were first in the east they technically are no longer the first seed in the east but it's still early still a lot to be optimistic about with the sixers Let's start off with the Pacers game on Tuesday night. They lost by 6, 132-126 final score. Um, Sixers could not quite hold off the Pacers' very, very, very high-powered offense commanded by Tyrese Halliburton, who's been an offensive stud this year, leading the league in assists, putting up a ton of points and doing it really, really efficiently as well. Against the Sixers, funny enough, 33 points, 15 assists, 7 of 12 from 3. I mean, you can't really get any more efficient than that, especially considering the volume. He took 18 shots on the night, scored 33 points. He was a plus 19 for the plus-minus crowd out there. Offensive genius, Harris Halliburton. Huge, huge reason for the Pacers' success so far. Obi Toppin actually played really well in that game, too. He had 27 points. 12-15 from the field. I like the green light from Obi Toppin. I think the Pacers are kind of just letting him play. He had kind of a short leech with the Knicks, um, but I'm glad to see him getting some time. Also, shout out to TJ McConnell. He played 13 minutes, did a little bit of TJ McConnell things. Three points, three rebounds, three assists. Um, Yeah, just unfortunate game. The Pacers defended the Sixers pretty well this game. Made things difficult for Tyrese, for Joel to drop that game. Um, so just some notable stats. I mean, Embiid still had 39, but he was 0 for 4 from 3. He still shot 50% from the field. Embiid's still going to do his thing no matter what. 39, 12, and 6 assists, 3 steals. He did have 5 turnovers, which, you know, for the most part, you can excuse that. A, a few of them, at least, you can excuse that. Uh, like I said, Pacers played him pretty well defensively pretty physically defensively made him get the ball made him pass the ball you know they did a good job getting the ball out of his hands forcing him to make decisions with the ball in a hurry which he isn't always the best at doing Tyrese Maxey at 27 as well two for five from three nine for 23 from the field that's still really good that's still really good for Maxey he also had four turnovers so again there's still going to be a learning curve for Maxey still not too concerned with that shout out to DeAnthony Melton he's Maybe when I start doing these player these uh solo episodes, I start doing player spotlights. But player spotlight for this week, player spotlight for this week was DeAnthony Melton. DeAnthony Melton in the past two games for the Sixers has been phenomenal. Last night he had thirty points. He was ten of ten from the free throw line. I've never seen him take and make that many free throws ever. He was four for six from three. He only had two turnovers. He did have five fouls, which you can kind of negate that. I would say. Anthony Melton is my player of the week. Um, I'm sure I'm sure Troy would agree. The bench didn't really do much this game. The bench was actually kind of awful this game. I'm not gonna I'm not gonna lie to you. Um, off the bench, I mean, highest scorer was two points. Reed Beverly and Morris 
all had two points. Not quite good enough. Morris only shot the ball four times, and Daniel House played 18 minutes. He didn't shoot at all. He had a rebound, two turnovers, not good. I mean, he was a plus 12. Again, like plus-minus stats, you can't really rely on those to tell you much. I'm not going to sit here and say that House was good based on his plus-minus whatever. But, yeah, just not a great game. Not a great game from the Sixers last night. Again, though, it's it was game 10. Game 10 of 82. We cannot trust this enough. There's 82 games in the season for a reason. There's a lot of things to still iron out. Little tweaks with the roster, with the team, with rotations that need to be ironed out. That will be ironed out. We know what Nick Nurse is now. We very much all trust Nick Nurse, or I should hope so, to... Get things straight. Long season ahead. Very long season ahead for this team, and I'm really not too concerned with it. Tonight was the very much anticipated second um, go-around between Boston and Philly this year. They have a few matchups. Um, a few matchups this year. I, I believe the Celtics and Sixers play the most, or I should say the Sixers play the Celtics probably the most of any other team in the league but they also lost tonight by 10 they did come back down from 15 in the third they made it pretty close in the fourth but Celtics pulled away late behind some heroics from Tatum and Derek White you know I'm just gonna put this out there I really wish the Sixers had Derek White I really wish the Sixers had Derek White he is such a phenomenal player like he just does so many things on the floor he hits big shots he plays defense he can handle the ball he can score i mean he was four for eight from three tonight with really really good defense that's that's good that's amazing that's incredible um but yeah and of course al horford of course al horford he did. somehow he always goes off against the sixers there isn't I don't, I don't think there's a game where al horford's played poorly against the sixers since he was with the team was with the sixers I don't think there's been a time where Al Horford hasn't played well against the Sixers. It's like, I don't know how he keeps doing this. You know that meme that's like, he can't keep getting away with this? That's Al Horford. How does that even happen? I don't know. But he had 14 points tonight. He was 4 for 8 from 3, 7 rebounds, and 5 blocks. He had 5 blocks. How does he do it? I don't know. Tatum shined, 29 points. Four for ten from three, six rebounds. Um, again, Tatum's just going to do his thing. No Brown or Porzingis tonight, I forgot to mention. But Sixers still lose. So, again, they do not have first place in the East. The Celtics now have first place. Eight and three Sixers, nine and two Celtics. Celtics didn't get a ton of production from their bench. Most of the work came from the starters, especially the scoring and the defense. Drew Holiday played not great. He had ten rebounds. Uh, it was only two for nine from three, though. And, yeah, that's 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 pretty much it for that. I mean, Sixers didn't really find much success either. Embiid and Max, he both had 20. Embiid was 50% from the field. He only had four free throws. He made them all, obviously. Max, he had five free throws, which is a good sign. He had 20 points. Um, nothing spectacular from this team, just a really chippy game that did not end in the Sixers favor shout out Paul Reed 10 points off the bench six rebounds he played really well in 14 minutes played some good defense as well 
loved what I saw from Springer tonight. He played 20 minutes, the most of any bench player tonight, which was great to see. He had nine points, two steals, which I think is also his career high. It might be 11 or 12 points, actually, it might be 13. But Springer was amazing, so that's one thing we can look forward to slash a bright spot with, with, with the team. Semi-shout-out to Covington, too. He had 16 on 6 for 13 from the field. Not great. Six rebounds, though. Oh, excuse me. And uh, still contributed defensively pretty well, too. Harris, 38 minutes. He only shot the ball 12 times. I, I need Harris to shoot more. I think, I think Nick Nurse talked about this, too, but... Device Harris needs to be shooting the ball more. He's 12 attempts is good, and he only took two threes. He needs to take more threes. He needs to take at least three more threes a game. Whatever he's shooting now, add two or three more on top of that. He can do it. Uh, Tobias Harris thrives on volume, and especially from three. If he's going to really help this team a lot this year, he needs to not be afraid to shoot. He needs to shoot, shoot, shoot the ball, and good things will happen. Um, that's pretty much it. Again, solo episode. Shout out to Troy because he gets these out um, very quickly, very, very, uh, very fast moving. He is, so shout out to Troy. And that's going to be it. Planet 76, make sure you guys subscribe. Follow us on Instagram, Twitter, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Spotify. What am I missing? I think that's it. Uh, I think that's it. Okay. Go Sixers. We'll see you probably Friday or Saturday for the Hawks. And we'll do some more recap as well. So go Sixers. You just listened to an episode of the Planet 76 podcast. Hey, we appreciate you joining us for this episode. Whatever platform you're on, why don't you hit that subscribe button for us, and we'll see you next time.